Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning, this is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to make your phone less interesting. Many of us spend big chunks of our days staring at our smartphones. I'm not saying that time is all wasted. I mean, you're listening to this. And maybe you're doing amazing other things on your phone, like reading War and Peace on the Kindle app, or sending brilliant emails that convince a client to order years more of work. Or maybe you're learning another language so you can go volunteer in a disaster zone. But I'm guessing a lot of the time is not so profound. We wind up reading articles with clickbait headlines and looking at photos on Instagram of someone else's dessert. We do this because we're bored. We do it because it's easy. And it's totally fine to have some mindless downtime, but maybe not five hours a day. So given that few of us magically develop more willpower, how can we limit the phone checking habit so we can free up time? A before breakfast listener named Abby recently wrote in with a great suggestion about what worked for her. Abby runs her own business and has a two-year-old daughter. When the little girl was born, Abby writes that she got in the habit of spending a lot of time on her phone because she was looking at it while holding the girl or rocking her. But after she got out of the hold me all the time stage, I found myself still addicted, Abby writes. I tried a few methods to stay off my phone, but I was always thinking about it. She writes that she knows that's ridiculous, but anyone who's checked to make sure she's still got her phone on her on the way to the bathroom knows exactly what Abby is talking about. Anyway, she says, the best solution I found was to make my phone less interesting. Here's how she did it. I unfollowed all celebrity and blogger accounts that I followed. I realized that I didn't need to know what was happening in their everyday lives. Also, the comparison game with these accounts is unfair to do to ourselves. It turns out that when people pay photographers to follow them around all day, their lives feature gorgeous outfits and zero dirty dishes. Not exactly realistic. As for non-celebrities, here's what Abby writes. I also muted my casual friends on Instagram, such as old college acquaintances. I didn't want to unfriend them completely because I want to know what they're up to every once in a while, but I don't need daily updates. Instead, I can search for them if I happen to think of them. Finally, I muted all Instagram stories. I found that with the increased use of Instagram stories, most people use their feed for major life updates. Now when I open Instagram, I see family updates and vacation photos, not what other people are eating for lunch. I was wasting so much of my time looking at what other people were doing, and now I spend more time living my life. I haven't gone so far as to mute Instagram stories, but I do think Abby is on to something with her decision to make her phone boring. When I give speeches or do workshops, people often ask me which productivity apps I use. 
Which apps do I recommend to help people get more done? I know there are some truly wonderful ones out there, but here's the problem. Putting apps on our phones makes our phones more interesting. When our phones are more interesting, we check our phones more often. But how many of us just look at the productivity app and then turn the phone off when we're done? I'd wager that most people look at the productivity app and then click over to Twitter. Just like that, another 20 minutes disappears down the drain. Any time saved by the app is immediately consumed. That's why I use a paper planner. I actually use a paper calendar too, though I know most people in larger organizations can't do that. But anyway, if you find yourself thinking, like Abby, that you're spending too much time on your phone, see what you can do to make it boring. Maybe you could unfollow a few accounts. Maybe you could remove a game that you keep saying you want to spend less time playing. You can always reinstall it if you're stuck with a lot of time you need to fill, but that extra bit of time required might make you pause. Or maybe you uninstall some social media apps and decide to check them only on your laptop. You're not cutting yourself off from them and the connections they can help make. You're just limiting the circumstances in which it's possible to check. When your phone seems boring, life starts to seem more interesting. You remember that calling a friend is more satisfying than looking at some celebrity's third outfit of the day. So what will you do today to make your phone a little less interesting? I'd love to hear what you try. And like Abby, if you have a time management strategy that's helped you, I'd love to share that with other Before Breakfast listeners. We can all help each other out. You can email me at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.